Real critic Reggie Ponder joins us on the line today. Mr. Ponder, good morning. Uh, let's talk about uh, the box office numbers. Now, I have a question about uh, just the way things work in Hollywood. Is this time, while we're, we're getting the results from uh, award shows, while we're watching these, these uh, campaigns go on, is this a time for studios to kind of hold back on their, their releases? Uh, are, are studios kind of just simmering? Is this a slow point for them? Yeah, I, I think that uh, it's, it's almost uh, this whole thing of let's not take the shine away from the films that are going to, you know, going to happen at the uh, uh, f- in terms of getting awards. But I also think that the that the issue is, is that um, will you remember me tomorrow? Oh, that's a song, right? We'll, we'll, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 will you remember my movie that was in January and February in the the following year when it's time to vote. Yeah. So so some of these uh it, it's really strategic from an awards perspective. Some folks say, well look, I know my film is gonna be good but 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 you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then what some of the other uh, folks do and you and I talk about starting a studio all the time. I think we're gonna be so knowledgeable by the time we do it in, <laughs> in twenty uh thirty seven. Um but but what some of these people do is they say, okay, nobody's there, then I'll fill the gap. And so you get somebody like uh, M. Night Shyamalan who comes along and does Glass. And, you know, and now all of a sudden, Glass is uh, number one at the box office. It did $40 million, uh over the weekend, but over the holiday period, it did over 50 And then it just decreased a little, about 50%. So, you know, we're about $19 million this, this, uh, the, the past weekend. So good job for that movie. Again, $20 million to make, and then all of a sudden, it's already made $74 million. All right. Good for them. Good for them. Despite the mixed reviews, uh, people still want closure, I think, on this this uh, trilogy. Uh, let's yeah. let's talk about the rest of the top ten here. We've got uh, the upside making all the dollars. Is it doing better than projected? It, you know what? I think it's doing where they they thought it would do. But from a Kevin Hart perspective, it's not doing uh, the average of what Kevin Hart does. Kevin Hart averages uh, to date about. 80-something million dollars per movie. Now, there are some outliers there because you know he's done some of those voiceover things and, 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 and stuff like that. And, and Jumanji, you know, killed oh, sure. it, you know, yeah. as well. But he averages about uh, $80 million, So this is uh, actually performing under what a Kevin Hart movie would do. But I, I think he'd be more than happy with this one, uh, again, because it gave him an opportunity to do something outside of how he, he his normal comedy. So... I'm uh, good with that. Good Aquaman uh, did, doing a good job, so no problem with that. But then entering into the top five was the kid who would be king, which I didn't see it, so I'm not the obviously the the um, the reviewer king this week. These last a couple of weeks since I I've been on injury, but uh, that that movie uh, entered with seven million. That doesn't really bode well for that movie. Uh, overall, mm-hmm. because if it drops fifty percent, then that's another three. So I don't know what they made this movie for, but you'd hope they made it for about two. So if they made somewhere around fifteen, that it's uh, that they got their money back. All right, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse still uh, just killing the game. Not even making good money for an animated feature, making good money for uh, just a superhero movie in general. It, it, it is, Jill, but it's still a little bit surprising because this one cost $90 million to make, 
So I always talk about how when we look at these kind of movies, we want a three multiple mm -hmm. on this one. And so luckily, uh, internationally, it's made another $170 million. So this one is doing well from a... Uh, from a profit perspective. I also then you think talk that about, that one's going to be like huge on streaming and like on demand and DVDs and all that stuff. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to skip just to, to speak on one other movie which you, in the top 10, which is Mary Poppins Returns. And it's really interesting when you look at this movie, it cost $130 million to make. And so domestically, it's only made $165 million. Now, what some people would say is that, wow, it got a lot of good reviews and all of that other type of stuff. So why would you spend that much money? But I think what they did here is they made a classic, and they're going to make a lot of their money on the back end. Kids are going to watch it over and over again. You and I are going to watch it over and over again. So I think that while it, it, it's not crushing at the box office, is that they did right by this movie, meaning, and meaning that it will do right by the audiences for years to come. I'm Jill Hopkins. The Real Critic is on the line. Reggie Ponder joining me. We're talking about uh, new movies. We're talking about uh, the SAG Awards, which I got to vote in, and some of my votes came true. Reggie Ponder, wow. did anything uh, shock you coming out of the the SAG Awards this year? You know, I, I don't know if anything shocked me. Uh, for, uh, but but um, since, since we are talking about the SAG Awards, what I'll say is that uh, they they were interesting to watch, yeah. and so when Glenn Close won for um, you know um, the wife. Uh, best perform uh, she won right she won uh, for female actor in a leading role for the wife, and a lot of people felt that this was the time for her to win it. I think you were one of those people saying, hey, you didn't think, you were wondering how come she hadn't won more things. Yeah, she, um, I mean, as long as I can remember, my whole life, she's been with Meryl Streep right there on the tippity-top of people's minds when they think of, like, brilliant actresses. Right. And then you get, we get uh, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, which, again, I loved, and, and Mac, uh, uh, Matt and I have a have a little bit of a debate over whether this was fantastic, but he won for Best Male Actor. We get Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place. And what I want to say about that, it maybe it surprised me, but it didn't. Because I don't know if you remember, I've been saying that this was one of the better movies of the year. It, it really spoke to me, and I hate scary movies. This was a really good film, so I'm very happy for her that she got some shine from that. And then Mahershala Ali won for Green Book. Uh, I have mixed feelings with that, and we've talked about that over and over. Mm -hmm. um, so not not a lot of surprises um, uh, from from a movie perspective. But on the TV perspective, I just want to mention that did Sandra O oh win? She's killing it. Oh, that's right, it's Killing Eve. I forgot. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> So I, she's killing, and then I thought I thought Jason uh, Bateman was was banished to the Ozarks, but I guess the Ozarks worked for him because he won too. Good for him. He's been in the game a long time. He certainly has has put in his his time, and he's, he's he does great on that show. He, he he's he's put in his work. And so the last one on 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 the on the uh, SAG Awards is the big one was Black Panther, winning for outstanding performance for a cast in a motion picture. And what's really interesting about that, my Black History moment, and we won't really be able to get to it, but I hope that people will go and listen to it, is the speech oh. that Chadwick Boseman did 
uh, uh, during the award time. It was just absolutely memorable. I, I have chills. I've watched it several times, and uh, that would be my Black History moment for Black History. Well, you're in luck, Reggie Ponder. We have a bit of it here for the people. Let's hear from T'Challa. Here's Chadwick Boseman in his SAG Awards acceptance speech. To be young, gifted, and Black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and Black. We know what it's like to be told to say there's not a, a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. And that is what we went to work with every day because we knew not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars, but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing, that we, cre we could create a world that exemplified a world that we wanted to see. We knew that we had something that we wanted to give and to come to work with every day and to solve problems with this group of people every day with this director, that is something that I wish all actors would get the opportunity to experience. If you get to experience that, you will be a fulfilled artist. T'Challa got me over here in tears. That was Chadwick Boseman from his SAG Awards acceptance speech, where the cast of Black Panther won for Best Ensemble. That was heavy and dope. And shout out to the orchestra for giving him a beautiful bed of music to speak they his did. truth on. They did, Jill. They gave him a beautiful bed of music. This weekend, what I'll be doing, since I, I'm not as mobile as I like to be, is I'll be watching the movie Arctic. And so uh, this is about uh, a guy whose plane has crashed in the Arctic, and he has to decide whether he stays with the plane where he has cover, yeah. or does he try to traverse the terrain and get to safety? I think and I know which one he and if you, he, he decided to, to, to traverse the terrain, and if you watch the trailer for this one, it will make you want to at least see what happened here. I'm going to be watching this movie this weekend. In fact, I'm going to watch it this afternoon. So that's uh, that's one. The other one is uh, I love the Lego movie, period. Then Lego 2 I love. Then Lego 2 Part 2, the second part. This is about them being in space, and you know they make good jokes. They... They, they just create this world that's so much fun. I'm taking Carrie to see this movie tomorrow with, with my bad leg because that's how much I want to see the Lego movie to the second part. I will I will review it next week, but that's a, a movie that I want to want to see. Reggie Ponder, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Jill. Hey, have, hey stay warm. Have a great weekend. And, uh, Hey, if there's any extra movies you want to watch over my house, just come on over. <laughs> All right.